only a few things in, in the world we probably never get, right? One, that's what a woman is thinking, right? As a married man, I still don't know what the hell wifey be thinking sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I know Cope probably could attest. But two, it's like, what the hell will make my score be a perfect score, right? What's gonna get an 850? Why can't I ever get it to the 800s? Why can't I get it to the 700s? So let's go on here and break that down, right? Stack my money up like Lego. Bad me when I say so. What's up, world? It's your boy Brandon Copeland, aka Professor Copeland. I'm here with my dog, as always, rocking the Black Wealth Matters, coming live to you, man. We got Ross Mack in the building. Ross, what's good, brother? How you doing? Yeah, let's go. How you living? What's the word? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You got on Black Wealth. I got on Life 101, man. We 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 logoed up out this thing. Hey, look. You better know it. <laughs> we got to wear our logos. Guess what? You can wear your clothes. That's a business write-off. <laughs> hey, say no more, man. Look, if you if if you don't support you, then who the hell will? I'm going to just go ahead and say it like That's that. It fact. ain't shameless. It ain't no shameless plug, man. But, but I, I've been getting a lot of questions lately, man, and a lot of people talking about, you know, obviously you got, uh, in order to buy some of the major things in your life, the major purchases, the major decisions, right? You want to yeah. buy a car, right? They're going to check something. You want to buy a house, and you're not buying it straight cash, straight cash, homie. They're going to check something, right? Uh, you go to the checkout aisle, whether it's mm -hmm. it's a, a, a clothing store or even electronics now. They best buys of the world, JCPenney's, all these different things, right? Like, mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, at the, the register, they'll say, hey, you know, you can save 15% today by opening up a rewards card, right? Sure. And what are they going to check, man? They're going to check the same thing. It's a common thread, man. They're going to check your credit. They're going to run that score. And so yep. a lot, a lot of people are trying to not just understand their credit, but how the hell did this number get to be this? And how can I improve it? Right. I've never made a I've never missed a payment in my life, but it's not perfect. What? Exactly. How does it work like that, right? So credit is, I mean, Albert Einstein, your cousin, as you say, Albert, Alberto, oh boy. you know, he, he he says compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, right? I'm going to go out and venture on the limb. I'm going to say credit got to be damn near the ninth. Credit got to hey. be the ninth. Go ahead and put that there. Put my face next to the quote. I want that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want I want that, that, I ain't that credit that. right there, right? It's such an intricate number that determines, I mean, it really determines ultimately what you can afford in this world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So with that being said, we're going to talk about credit. We're going to dive in here to so make sure that anybody listening to this episode has a better understanding of their credit score and how not only what it is, but how they can improve it in the future. So I'm going to kick it off myself i'm not even gonna give you the microphone back because that's how i'm feeling today man i don't, I don't even want to you know talk, i don't even want to waste waste my time with you man i got some shit on my chest right i got some shit on my chest man but i'm, I'm gonna kick it off like this starting simple when, it, when you ask the question what is credit for those of you who've created a resume in your life right hey this is what i've done this is my job history this is my experience your credit score is your financial resume ultimately when people look at your credit score they're trying to determine, do I feel comfortable lending this person my money, right? Like, exactly. you tell me what you can do. You tell me you're going to pay it back. 
yeah, man, Ross, let me borrow five, bro. I promise you I'll pay that back, man. I got you next week. Well, that credit score going to tell me if you really going to pay it back or if I got to watch you. You know, we might have to send some That's people after you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we we have a guest that comes to our, our, our class every year at Life 101, and, and his name is Sam Parker, and, and uh, he has a whole business called My Credit Guy, helps people improve their credit. I love his analogy of it is, you know, you walk into a car dealership and you say, oh, I want to buy this car. And they say, okay, cool. Well, yeah, man, you look like a great person. All good. Let me go ahead and we'll, we'll get the paperwork done. Let's go ahead and pull your credit and And ultimately, your credit score, he uses the analogy, are, let's say, five people behind you. And they're behind you telling that car dealers, yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah, he, he good for the money. Go ahead, let Ross have that. He, he got that. Or they're like, man, he lying. Stop. Don't. Don't. No, he ain't. He still ain't paid me back. He still ain't paid me back for that parking ticket years ago. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that analogy is the way I think of my credit nowadays. I think it's it's so simple. But now that, that there's a score, but there's an algorithm that actually makes up that score. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things that I know you've broke broken down extremely well on your TikTok and your Instagram. You've broken it down to Rossi as well, too. If people ain't checked that out, man, y'all make sure y'all go check out conversations with Rossi, right? Um, but when you start talking about what breaks down, what goes into the makeup of your credit score, what are some of the things that you would call out for our audience? Now, before we keep going, make sure you follow Money Music Coach on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and go subscribe on YouTube because we need all the support to keep this thing going. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, as a man, if only a few things in, in the world we probably never get, right? One, that's what a woman is thinking, right? As a married <laughs> man, I still don't know what the hell wifey be thinking sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I know Coke probably could attest. But two, it's like what the hell will make my score be a perfect score, right? What's going to get an 850? Why can't I ever get it to the 800s? Why can't I get it to the 700s, right? So let's go on here and break that down, right? There are literally five things that make up your credit score, right? So the biggest thing is your payment history. That's going to make up 35% of it. Then you're going to have 30% of it based on the amounts owed, right? The balances, et cetera, that you carry. How many people you owe money to, right? Then we're going to have 15% as a length of credit history, so, you know, contrary to popular belief, right? Like, oh, I just paid this card off. Let me close it. Uh, credit agencies, right? Potential people that are going to lend you money, they might want to see you having held this credit card for a long time, five years, 10 years, 20 years, right? Because I let you know, yo, this person is credit worthy, mm. right? 10% is going to be your credit mix, right? They don't just want to see, look, you got your... Um, you know, your, your one credit card or you got your one student loan. They want to see, hey, you got an auto loan. Do mm. you got a mortgage, right? Do you got Target, right? You know what I mean? And then lastly, the last 10% of the pie is going to be new credit. Okay. So they're trying to see, you know, are you opening up, you know, new good standing accounts? And so the reason I even say, like, a lot of people have no idea on what makes it up is because in your mind, you're like, okay, I'm paying my bill on time. Um but yet, I still, my credit score is not going up, right? Like, yo, I just bought something, right? Soon as I get my, uh, soon as I get my bill at the end of the month, I pay it off in full. 
Well, one thing I always tell people is like, look, you got to understand there is a mismatch in when you pay your bill versus when your credit card company reports to your the credit bureaus. And what I mean by that is like this, right? Suppose you get a $10,000 credit card, right? And you're like, you know what? Bang. I just charge it. I charge $8,000, but it don't matter because each time I pay it off, right? Well, one, I'm going to tell you, you know, two things really about that, right? But the first is like, okay, you know, suppose I buy it, say, you know, June 1st. My credit billing cycle is, is the first of every month. So June 1st, mm -hmm. you know, next month, July 1st, right, the, the very day before it, I pay it off, right? Here's what you need to understand. There's a billing cycle and there's a difference on, you know, when the credit card company says, hey, you know, Equifax, Experian, et cetera, right? TransUnion, hey, this person, this how much they owed on this month, right? They owed $8,000, right? Despite you actually paying it on time, what's going to happen for that entire next billing cycle? They're going to be like, yo, bro, he had, he had, he had carried an $8,000 balance, right? $8,000 balance versus the most that we were willing to extend them was only $10,000. So what I want you to understand is, that there's a way to actually kind of trick the credit card companies by saying, you know what? Sure, I charge $8,000, but guess what? I'm going to pay it in full before the credit companies actually report it to the billing industries, right? Or to, to the credit industries. And what that does is actually make you look even better, mm. if that makes sense, right? So literally understand that if you're able to pay before the billing cycle ends, then the, the credit card company, whoever extended you credit, they're not going to report that you held or that you held such a high balance because, oh, you understand the game because there's a huge difference on when they report versus when the bill is due. Mm -hmm. Ninety nine times out of 100, they're going to report before the bill is due. A hundred times out of 100, right? A hundred percent of the time, what they're going to do, they're going to report. So what I'm saying is understand when they report, understand how to pay that off early. Yeah. Now, I mean, part that's, two. That's so that's huge part right one. there. I was going to say that's Massive. huge right there because, again, like when you like I got one credit card, I think they pull on the 12th. Right. But mm -hmm. the 12th is just when I happened to open that credit card up years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. not necessarily when, you know, they might report to the bureaus on the 15 for whatever. Right. But like what you're saying is making sure you understand that, know that so that you can manipulate the game, either play yep. the game or watch the game play you and be that broke motherfucker talking about I stay true. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so play the game. Bars. Play the game. Cold world. Cold hey, blooded. And so it's crazy. So look, you happen to open that credit card on the 12th. Guess what? You can call. Suppose you got five credit cards or whatever, right? You could actually call every credit card and say, hey, could I change my billing cycle to end on whatever date? You could actually call them and, and request that, right? Wow. They should change it for you, right? Um, and that might help you, one, stay on top of all your bills. Because imagine all your bills due on the 15th. You or the, or the 18th, and you used to getting paid on the 15th, boom, let me pay everything off real quick, right? And so part one is what I'm saying, is just showing you how to manipulate um, the way that your credit cards, um, your credit score is actually being judged, right? They're judging you, not off if you pay it in full every month. They're judging like, damn, okay, whatever your balance is at the time that the credit card companies reported. So that's mm -hmm. part one. Understand that. Look that up. Understand that, right? Billing cycle versus statement date. Two different things. And then number two, let's go back to that same example, right? You got a $10,000, um, you know, credit limit, right? So you got a new credit card. It's lit, right? Boom. They extended you $10,000. You think, okay, 
every month I can spend up to ten thousand dollars. That's what it said. That's what the That's limit what means. Say, right? Don't go over the ten. Long as I, long as I, you know, charge up to ten, no more than ten, right? I ain't trying to, you know, go to the club and they be like, "Hey, sir, um, your credit card, I ran it five times, <laughs> it's not going through." You out there on a date with your shorty? You think it's lit first date? You, hey, bro, what you mean? Run that motherfucker again? Right. What you mean? My credit card. So I ain't necessarily saying that, but what I am saying, right? If you got ten thousand dollars, the name of the game is to charge no more than thirty percent. Remember, 30%. Don't nobody teach us that, right? I remember going somewhere, and a young lady pulled up to me like, yo, man, you and Cope was talking about this one time, and uh, I never knew that. I got a credit. Because, look, any as soon as you turn 18, you know what I'm saying, you could get – it's a few things you can get. You can't get no liquor, but you could definitely get a credit card. They 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 literally preying on little kids. You can literally – can't get no liquor. You can vote, and you can damn sure get a credit card, right? Mm -hmm. um, as soon as they come with a credit card, it's about 50 offers. You literally think you're the prettiest girl at the prom. It's, oh, my God. I ain't never got this much <laughs> this much attention. But one thing they're not going to tell you is no matter what the actual, you know, your limit is, don't charge more than 30% because, one, when we're talking about that pie equation, well, guess what? When I say amounts old making up 30%, if you were charging over the 30%, so once again, $10,000 example, right? $10,000 credit card limit, that means mm -hmm. don't charge more than $3,000. Because when, it's tar when it turns, when when they report to the rating agencies, right, the credit bureaus, me I'm like, oh, damn, bro needed to charge $5,000? Oh, he's 50% he's credit utilization. Oh, that that doesn't look good, bro. He need, he needed all this. Sure, we wow. gave it to him, but he needed all that. No, we don't like that. We're gonna dock him down a couple points. So the idea is to never charge more than thirty percent. And if you really balling, you feel me? Keep it, you know, in that fifth less than fifteen percent. And ways you can manipulate that, right? Because I get it. It's your credit card. It's definitely points involved, right? Oh, I want to get as many points as I can. Well, once again, you can make several payments on that same credit card before the credit card company reports it to the bureau. So you can charge $8,000 in that same thing, but oh, I charge $4,000, let me pay that off the next day. So now yeah. it's only showing 4,000 out of the 10,000, which is still 40% utilization. We wanna get that down. Then we make another $2,000 payment, boom. Now it's only down, now it's only 2,000 out of that. It's 20% utilization. But at the end of the day, at any time that the, the, the billing cycle is getting ready to end, understand when they're gonna report, you never wanna have over 30%. Mm. Mm, that's it's it's wild. And I'm glad. Obviously, you know you don't know what you don't know, right? Exactly. And so it takes these types of conversations so that you can make sure that you are positioning yourself to have the strongest credit score possible, possible, mm -hmm. especially leading up to some of those major purchases in your life. Because the difference between a a, a 790 credit score and a 700 credit score is thousands the difference between a 700 credit score and a 650 thousands like you gonna feel it on your it pocket adds up. yeah so the, it could be tens of thousands if this is a oh, this yeah. is a mortgage this is a car loan come on yeah i mean and so the the the, the thing here is to not be because I'm, I'm not gonna lie you know me i i, I got an ego i will admit that i'm a humble person but i got an ego and there's certain times where i'm like man i ain't playing your game like, that's the ego. Mm -hmm. Like, I ain't playing your game. I see your game, and I'm not about to play your game. I got this limit. I'm going to use my damn limit as, as I need to. But sometimes, as my boy Don Carey, shout out Don Carey, running for, for 
uh, politics, former Detroit Lion, uh, running for, oh, wow. for congressman uh, down for in, in Virginia. Yeah, man, in Norfolk, Virginia, I want to say. No but uh, one of the things he used to always say to us in the film room, humble yourself, humble yourself, because on that football field on Sunday, they will humble you. So humble That's yourself, right. do what you need to do so that you got the strongest credit score possible so that when you walk up into that dealership or you walk into that bank and, and try to, you know, or that, that title company and try to close on that home, right, like, you don't get humbled there. You don't want to be humbled on, on that day. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Humble humble yourself. It's one mm -hmm. thing is, guys, I remember growing up, everybody used to brag about how many numbers they got or how many women they slept with. Don't nobody ever want to brag about their credit score because it's low. Mm. It's in the fives, it's in the fours, <laughs> it's in the sixes. You right. want to get it above seven, man. And so when we think about, you know, I'll tell you one of the easiest things to do, right, is to actually check your credit report, right? That's step one, right? So I, we, I jumped ahead talking about knowing how to manipulate and keeping the credit utilization under. But one thing is, like, to actually check what's on your credit score because at the end of the day, you'll be surprised how many things that are not valid, right? You'll be mm -hmm. looking like, this ain't even me. Oh, wait, I paid this or this. What do you mean? Oh, I, I, I never lived there. This can't be me, right? And so you'll be surprised that there are a few things that you can look at and you can dispute, right? By disputing something, it'll take the credit they have within 30 days to say, to review it and say if it's valid or not. After that, in 30 days, it'll fall off your credit report. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that you'll look up like, wow, because there are a lot of um, fallacies. There are a lot of things that are actually incorrect. So I would definitely recommend one, just checking it. You'll be surprised, right? Um, and let's go through a list, right? I think two is actually paying your bills, right? I think um, we live in a society where back in the day, right, we're going we gonna to go ahead and holler at my dog Plies, right? You know, ran off on the plug twice. He's steady calling, I ain't calling back. Hardest line to ever come. Right. The plug in this instance is any credit card company or any company in the, in the world that's willing to extend you credit. Because that's what he's talking about. His plug was going to lend him. Right. Give him some drugs and you pay me back after you sell him. And he mm. made it popular, man. I ran off on the plug. twice. But growing up. Right. We heard everybody joking about, oh, man, I ain't answering the phone. That's a bill collector. You know, what I mean, they screened it. When call ID came out, it was over for bill collectors. They could. They. Oh, yeah. Ugh. They got to be fraud or something. They say, I ain't answered that. <laughs> but, like, the idea of truly making it okay to, like, not pay your credit card companies is ridiculous, right? Or any person that's extending, because you'll be surprised, right? If you got a medical bill, I was just talking to somebody about that. You'll be surprised if you could actually call them and negotiate with them. Look, bro, look, I broke my arm. Like, or Cope, Cope sticking me in basketball. Damn, I, you know, I broke his ankles. Cope called his credit card company. Yo, I broke my ankles. You know what I mean? Or he get that bill. It's $20,000. He ain't got no insurance, right? It's like, oh, look, put me on a payment plan. Rather than me just fully not paying it, yo, put me on a payment plan, right? That's mm -hmm. another thing. And then third, obviously, we talked about, you know, um, well, let me go back to that. Pay your bills on time, right? Me personally, if I'm charging anything, I'm paying the full balance. I'm never paying interest. Interest mm -hmm. on credit card, like 20%. Me, personally, I'm never paying it. I don't think it makes sense to charge money that you don't have. You don't have. Cope, you, you, what you think on that? No, I'm 100% I'm with you. I think that one of the things that when you, when you, one, just so everybody knows, like when you pay that minimum, that means you're paying interest on everything else remaining, right? So yes. the minimum is the least thing that you have to pay, and they love the fact that they, that's why they highlight the minimum so that, 
that's how they make money is is interest by default. On, Bro, yeah. by default, you go in, you log in to your American Express. Do you want to pay it? Oh, pay the minimum. It's highlighted. It's in bold. Mm -hmm. No, motherfucker, you ain't for the finesse me. <laughs> right, because them interest, that interest and that compounding interest that Ooh. we spoke about earlier, right? You don't want it working against you, right? And when you have, when you're just paying the minimums for whatever reason, although it looks like, again, it's so shiny, they put it right there, so it looks like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do, right? This is what a credit exactly. card is for. Ultimately, it's really racking up and creating a bigger bill for you over the long run. Your interest payments end up being more than your damn minimum, depending on how large your bill is and things like that. So one for me, I don't just I, I agree with you. I don't spend money that I don't have. Uh, and I know that sometimes there's different people in different situations where you got to spend money that you don't have in emergencies. I get that. However, my, my rule is let's not spend money that we don't have if we can't afford it twice or three times over. I ain't, it's not even fucking worth me looking at it, right? Now, yeah. the, the flip side, I pay my balance off every single month because that's how I am, right? Now, the credit bureaus actually ding you and knock you for paying your balance off in full. It's crazy to me. It, it, it's really ridiculous to me but they ultimately as sam refers to it i always like to credit the 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 person the originator or the person who told it to me right sam refers to it, it's the amazing credit tax right they want to know that they can make a little bit of money off of you right like ultimately you're not no fun to me if i really can't make no money off of you right because you ultimately could just be purchasing this stuff in cash so what he does and he suggests is leaving five to ten percent unpaid paying a, the interest on that but just leaving five to ten percent unpaid so that you know again they they're happy and it actually overall boosts your score. For me, I don't play those games personally. I ain't trying to pay you any extra money. If I see the price of something that I want, I want it at that price. I don't want it at that price plus interest, which is ultimately what yeah. you're paying when you're paying the minimum balance. So I don't play those games. Again, ego. Fuck your credit tax. Tell Sam, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I ain't paying. I ain't leaving them nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't give There's them. Other I ain't, ways I ain't to get that score up. Say no more, right? So, um, but yeah, man. I mean, you you brought off ran off on the plug twice, which is which is major, man. I I like to always highlight because I think that you know Jay Z has kind of brought it up a, a couple of times actually, but like. In that American Gangster on his American Gangster soundtrack, you know, I, I can't even remember the name of the song, but he, you know, it, the joint start off, and the winner is Hove, my man. Speech. First of all, if First I want to thank my connect, the most important person with all due with respect. All due respect. Mm. On, bro. Plies, Jay Z. Plies, look. <laughs> Plies, Jay Z. Which businessman you want to be? You, you know what I'm saying? Who you and taking again, advice from, from, man? You that's, taking that's advice from saying, a hip-hop billionaire? That's what or I'm you saying, you taking man. advice from, from Kirk so. Franklin, Evil Twin? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you listening to, dog? Kirk, man. Oh, man, that's funny. So, you know, that's the type of energy I'm on, the type of time I'm on. I'm also, I also pulled up the Jay-Z. I don't know you remember when he did that. Uh, he was at Webster Hall. He just did that freestyle after Nipsey passed. And mm -hmm. uh, that joint was cold. I was listening to when that he had the suit on, right? Yeah, had the yeah, suit on. Was rapping he was like just, me for a change. It was like, yeah, I, he, he reminded me of that boy Ross Mack. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. But one hey, of the things he, he said like there, how we gonna get in power if we kill the source? Y'all like to run off on the plug, so of course, that ain't lit. That's just a means to an end, right? So, 
right there along again two times jay-z telling you the plug you know you gotta you gotta you gotta respect the plug the plug the only one that 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 believe in you get some faith to you and that's same as the credit card companies right they I, I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance ross man i'm gonna go ahead you got 10 racks on me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. don't 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 fuck it up don't spend it all in one place but you're gonna run off on on that they, they're the only one that's that fucked it. with you I, this all I gave you was ten. You would have did it right. We would have extended you twenty five racks next time. And they quick to extend you. That's one thing too. You do right by that credit. You pay your shit on time. They they going quick. They they call you like, hey, you ready for an increase? Because we hoping you fuck up. Fact. <laughs> we fact. we hoping you you get greedy. You know what I'm saying? So it's a fact, man. But let me let me let me see. I guess. Has the, is there anything else? Any other credit gems? I mean, credit is a yeah. is a monster, so know. we got that's, plenty that's we could we dive do, into. Man. We got we got we got nothing but gems, right? So another thing, right, that might be negative is opening up a gang of accounts, right? Mm. Don't do that. And what I mean by that is like each time you open up a new credit card or try to take out a new loan, and they pull your credit card or they pull your credit, that's a hard inquiry. That is a ding against your credit. So if you got a lot of credit cards, you steady opening new accounts, ding, 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 right? Mm. So you want to try to not do that. Um, oh, I got one on top of that. Come so on with it. The reason why your credit history is so important or the reason why people have always said, hey, like, don't close down that card. Don't close down that card. Don't close down that, that, that account or whatever it may be, right, mm-hmm. is because when you close up an account, right, like, it potentially hurts you because you're losing all of that credit history. Exactly. One of the factors that you mentioned earlier was having that good credit history, right? Like they want to know are you a rookie or a vet, right? If you're the rookie, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to give you the whole franchise yet, right? You're a vet? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Like, all right, we trust you. You done done this before. You done performed before. We, we can trust you with a little bit more, right? But now when you get rid of, and I don't know why they decided to get rid of all the credit history. Uh, that makes no sense. But now when you decide to pay off that car that you've been working to pay off for the last five to six years, now you just lose all of that credit history. It looks like you never even did that before. So all of that that was working good in your favor before you paid it off now is not working good in your favor. So I think it is it is important for you to know and understand that because although for me, I am all big on being financially free, right? Yes, I paid off my wife and I, we paid off our cars uh recently but probably during the pandemic actually a couple years ago now but we didn't know this lesson and at that time we still would have paid it off but if we would have been a month three months six months from another major purchase in our life a big refinance or or purchasing Mm -hmm. our next home or purchasing another car we would have knowing this information we wouldn't have paid that off because our credit scores would ultimately ultimately took a hit during that time simply because we just lost all of that good credit history that was working in our favor so again know the game because i i would never think that paying something off and showing hey i didn't pay my bill back i would never think that that would negatively affect you but clearly you know what do we know you know what i'm saying what do we know exactly logic sometimes don't work when it comes to credit that's why you gotta know you know the rules to the game and it was so funny that you said one thing is like once you shut down, um, once you actually shut down one of your credit cards, the one reason it's going to ding you is because it was showing how much credit you were being extended. 
right? Oh, so you used to have a $10,000 credit card, right? Oh, that just shuts down. Because when you think about, when we start thinking about credit utilization, right? Imagine having a $10,000 credit and then having another $10,000 card. So now on paper, oh, you got $20,000 of, you know, credit lines that you can use, right? Lines of credit. And once you shut down one, it just, it takes everything down. And, and I, and, and now, you know, we, we've been talking for about half an hour, you know, 30 minutes or so. And one thing, y'all, now that y'all stuck with us, we're going to give you another gym, right? Because now we like, yo, all right, I understand that. I'm trying to keep my credit score under this. I'm trying to do this. But how do I improve it, right? So we talking mm. about that. Here's another gym, right? Suppose you get, you know, 500 credit score. But your brother, your sister, your wife, your uncle, your auntie, you know, they got a 700, they got a 780, Ooh. 810, right? You know they good with their credit. Well, here's... A little gym you could do you could actually have them add you onto their account as an authorized user what does that do first let's actually talk about that being added as an authorized user literally means their credit profile effectively gets to get mirrored onto you so now sure you got a few delinquencies etc but whoa you got a new credit card history that was open for 10 years with no delinquencies that has a credit line, right, of 20,000. So now that actually helps your overall score. And the way you actually approach them is not like, yo, let me uh, let me get a credit card with your name on it. Because that's really what it is, right? <laughs> it's like, nah, motherfucker, mm -hmm. I'm not you. We already know what type of cousin you is. We already know. Why would I give you my credit card, right? If I'm the uncle or the auntie with the good credit and everybody know who you was, ain't no way right. we giving you that, right? Because we know you done ran off on the plug a couple times. Should you be lying and cheating when we play Monopoly as a family? So I know <laughs> what it's going to be like, right? But what you actually tell your auntie, cousin, whoever helping you out is, look, make me an authorized user, right? You call your credit card company. They can be like, hey, I want to add my nephew and niece or whoever. You don't really got to even say who they is. I want to add this person as an authorized user. You say their name. You say their uh, social security number. Boom, right? They're going to mail you, the person with the good credit, right? They're going to mail you their credit, uh, a credit card with your same exact numbers on it, but with that person's name on it. And what you do, as soon as you get it, rip it up. Now, you rip it up. Now you feel safe. Like, okay, my little cousin who I'm finna glow up, right? Because I know they got a 500. I got the 780. I'm trying to at least get them into the 600s, right? You helping them because, one, it will never hurt the person with good credit because it can't. reason it cannot hurt them is because they no longer have a credit card, right? You ripped yeah. it up. You tore it up. You threw it away. So now all they're doing is just benefited from the, the fact that you, the person with the good credit, right, is paying their bills on time. Um, mm. And so that's something I've done, you know, more than once to a few people in my life. And I think that it's a little cheat code that can really help you get ahead. Mm. That's major right there. That That's really major right there. I think the biggest thing, too, is like make sure you, you, you rip it up, right? Like make sure you cut it up. You know, that's not to reiterate what you just said, but you don't want to. Mm -hmm. You ain't trying to give people their second and third chance when you're trying to reach financial freedom. If you listen to this podcast, you're trying to reach or you've already attained financial freedom, right? So mm -hmm. don't allow someone to potentially derail that success for you, right? There's a reason exactly. why the bank won't loan them what they're looking for or the, or the credit card company won't give them exactly what they're looking for, right? So take that as a sign and make sure that you move and operate appropriately, and and if you're gonna do it, do it the way Ross said. Rip the cut the other credit card up. I think that's major, bro. All right, so look, people in closing, 
at the end of the day, it's a few things we are comfortable talking about. That's our favorite athlete, our favorite movie, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't ever talk about the things that are kind of taboo, and that's what your credit score is. So this episode was meant to do one thing, help you understand it, because at the end of the day, like Coach say, this might be the ninth one in the world, because don't nobody understand it. But we all need it. Even the richest people in the world need credit. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, and the richest people actually are smarter because they leverage credit to make more money, right? But that's a whole nother episode. But what I will say is make sure you're paying your bills on time. Make sure you're keeping that credit utilization down. Um, be smart when it comes to opening new accounts because sometimes it could ding you, right? Uh, and at the end of the day, we're trying to make sure everybody listening get, you know, up to 750, 800. Um, but that's that, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, but before we go, man, make sure y'all do us a few favors, right? Make sure you like, subscribe, you know, to that teacher that told you, you ain't never going to be nothing. Make sure you reach out to them and share it with them too, man, because it's all about the game. Money Music Coach, it's your boy, Raw Smack. And I was here with my dog, the infamous Brandon Copeland. And until next time, we'll catch y'all.